0: Happy 2024! Thanks so much for being a Philosophy vs. Improv listener. I wanted to point out that this episode includes our usually supporter-exclusive post-game chatting as our tardy and pretty skimpy holiday gift to you. If you enjoy the show, I'm hoping you might. Check out patreon.com slash philosophyimprov where you can show your love for the show through a small recurring donation which will get you all of those post-game segments, and your philosophy versus improv experience will be entirely ad-free. For this and many recent episodes, you can also find the video there to experience this in the raw. So happy post-holiday come down. Please enjoy the show. This is Philosophy versus Improv, where two sages try to teach each other a thing or two, and maybe you, the audience, get something out of it as well. Hey, it's Philosophy versus Improv. I'm Mark Lintemeyer, oozing with the love of philosophy for you. And this is Bill
1: Arnett, with some improv for you. <laughs> no, what? No oozing? Well, did, uh, did you forget to bring your ooze? I, that's not oozes. I don't like the word ooze. Let's just get your ooze on. I'm not sure if ooze is ever used in a positive context. Hmm. You know, maybe it's like, oh, here's this hot chocolate lava cake, and you cut it open, and then it oozes out. But like, that's <laughs> that's that that's it. And that and that, even then, it's a little dicey.
0: I'm just picturing the hot lava t- cake when you look at its shit out chocolate when you squeeze it. I'm, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not saying the chocolate is shit. I'm just saying it's just the extrusion process.
1: You know, let's get some, some, some elementary school kids in here. Let's show them a commercial chocolate extrusion device. And we're going to get some laughs. We're going to get some laughs, I guarantee
0: I had a good round the house. uh, I I was using one of the meal kits, you know, that we've advertised here occasionally. Sure, And they come with these ice things, which are supposed to be biodegradable, but you still have to let the goop out. And so you have to, I just let them stack up and then I take them to the sink and slice the end and then I'm squishing. And my wife was, was, and I said, pardon my extrusion. (laughs) How often do you get to say that? Rarely rarely and i'm sure that's what she loves about you mark and i'm glad you found somebody who you can share she that thought with. that one was okay i mean there are lots that i do that are not that she's like Why yeah. do you can you just save it for uh an opportune time
1: we have so many like our freezer is, is just full of like well maybe we'll need an ice bag mm. and it's like we have more maybe i will need an ice bags than actual food items in the freezer do you have the ice cube trays still uh, we have an automatic ice maker, but mm. I am very familiar with it. it. It requires a lot of TLC. Anytime you have a machine that's working with phase changes in materials or moving parts or things, that's just just maintenance. Get ready for maintenance.
0: Yeah, ours our ice maker has long since stopped working, so I do not <laughs> I do not rely on that for anything. We do have a specialty ice cube tray with little like. Uh, dachshund shaped ice cubes but you know i have to i have to remember Fine. to fill it and we've you know it gets one of those ice things comes out of there maybe once every six months it is not a frequent occurrence.
1: yeah and this might be for i don't know how many what the ratio is but i am one of the you know one in five people you meet who loves ice can't get enough ice in mm-hmm. a drink
0: love ice i have gone through periods of using quite a bit of ice but yet okay yeah. okay I, I recall I mean have you ever felt like at a uh a restaurant especially one mm-hmm. where you have to go up and get the food not not yeah. a, not a sit down restaurant but where uh you you know they're going to give you too much ice and and uh and, and you feel like you have to ask can you just light not ice? Can, can I only have this much ice in it I enjoy ice but I would also like some drink with my ice or is that it just feels insulting to their business practices certainly It is saying, "I don't trust you. You are a shyster. Please please measure the ice (laughs) to my specifications."
1: Well, I've definitely had some some friends. One in particular who is always trying to win in Mm. life, and will endure great pain and suffering if it means he can win. So, like, no ice in a drink is just like touchdown. To I win, you lose. Uh, and it's like, you know, c- congratulations. You know, I, <laughs> if you like, you know, I don't, I don't know if Luke cold is an expression, but, uh, <laughs> you know, slightly chilled, uh, uh, soda or something, but I, I would prefer a d- deep cold on my, on my soda. And I'm willing to sacrifice some soda for the soda that I do get being Thirty-three degrees Fahrenheit.
0: Are you are you willing to sacrifice uh, a potential E. coli contamination? Is that e. I heard about on how, how? on airplanes in particular? That like oh, oh, oh don't get the ice there because it's all it's all filled with parasites. And but that's actually yeah. where you need it because they don't store the the sodas at any reasonable temperature.
1: Uh, yes, I have heard of. Of that kind of thing occurring. Uh, Airplane coffee is the other one I've heard of. It's like, Mm. never drink
0: airplane coffee. Apparently, the water tanks on the plane are not flushed often enough. If you put ice in the airplane coffee from the airplane, they do cancel each other out. I
1: believe. Yes. The bacteria A is arch enemies with bacteria B, and they just have at it. They have a war in your in your styrofoam cup. Of iced coffee. <laughs> you know, I will say this. A lot of people, I know when COVID was going around, was worrying about airplane air and being stuck in an airplane. You know, without just rereading oh, yeah. everybody's air. Actually, airplane air is quite clean.
0: Right. Because they actually have to care.
1: Well, it, it's the airplanes are leaky. They're they're, they're built. Mm. It, it would be too much of a pain to make a completely airtight airplane and all the humidity would build up. So it's like, let's just build it leaky. And then we'll have to have some source of compressed air to continually refill a plane. Oh, wait a minute. Jet engines are essentially giant giant air compressors. So they just tap, you know, or into the jet engine halfway down the down the jet engine and they got all the compressed air you want. So yeah, the plane can be leaky and it'll still be pressurized because just flying the thing is, is yeah. So they're actually quite leaky. And the air the air will change over quite often.
0: Now, you know, Mark, I, I mean, there's so many it seems like so many uses for that, that if I want to have a soda stream kind of thing at my house, I, I have like a soda stream. I used it for a little while and then the, the tank ran out and then I guess it just goes in the basement. And I eventually got somebody, not me, to take the tank, take the trial tank, the half size trial tank that came with it to turn it in and get a full tank. And then I used that for a couple of weeks and then uh, that ran out and then I have not used it for the last year. Well, my father-in-law also
1: in an attempt to win figured out thanks to the internet that you can go to a uh uh what's it called paintball store mm. and actually get a properly large tank and an adapter to fit your soda stream so you can get like a month's worth of CO2 from the paintball store for a fraction of the soda stream price, use the special hookup adapter, and now you've got all the soda you could ever want.
0: See, Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I was I was thinking that the jet engine was was a better idea. That if you say <laughs> that can give me all the the carbonated water, whatever, <laughs> yes.
1: all the compressed air that I want. It's got kind of a a tang to it, kind of a
0: kind of <laughs> a kerosene tang. I mean, that's just the it, industrial it, age. Okay with the, that's uh, yes. you, you get used to that. Living in a dystopian hellscape.
1: Here's a question for you, Mark. Talking about all this, the the rate of technological change has really you know picked up in the last several hundred years. Do the ancients have any mention of technology? Is it even would it it change fast enough for them to even realize that technology is a thing? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know we've talked
0: specifically about how Plato didn't like writing. That was technology that we came writing. He just didn't like, <laughs> like you know, language, it, it, it like alphabet. Ruins, it ruins. The, you know, we're talking. We're it's first person. Once you get it, you put it on the paper, then who's it to? What's, what's uh, uh, what kind of message is that? Can the person stop and ask you a question you. and get clarification? No, they're going to misinterpret everything. It's going to ruin people's. This was came up in the Chalmers discussion that the, uh, sure. the, the when we were warming up with him of of. Uh, you know, people had to memorize stuff, mm-hmm. and and now you know you just write it down. You can read it later. That's like calculators. You know, are oh. you
1: saying that the Bible and the Constitution have been interpreted in different ways? Uh, no, those those are self-interpreting
0: <laughs> texts. Yes, <laughs> and they they interpret each other. Actually, they they, they are in dialogue, literal dialogue with each yes, other. There is. is a master Bible. And a mm-hmm. master mm-hmm. constitution that mm-hmm. are kept in a Faraday cage.
1: Yes. So they can speak
0: Attic. only to each other. And Constant then we're going to open it. Humidity. Yeah, eventually we're going to open it and we're going to see what they came up
1: with. But I think that is, that may be a philosophical thing. This idea of there being an authority, an undeniable authority, or not being an undeniable authority.
0: Does that make, is that a thing? Certainly. A lot of philosophers have been, you know, living under church hospices fair, like, fair enough just so you know even though i'm talking about how you can get morality or evaluate the existence of things just from our reason and our experience just so you know that's not actually in conflict with whatever you say church well <laughs>
1: like if i could snap my fingers and have thomas jefferson and like and alexander hamilton and just just appear and ben franklin just like magically appear ask him any question you want about the constitution do you think people would be like, well, that settles it, yep. Or would people like, oh, no, come on now, that's ridiculous, that's, come on, you're, no, that's clearly, that wasn't what you meant. You know what I'm saying? Perhaps like, you what, should,
0: you should snap your hands right now and tell which historical, which of those historical figures you want to appear, and who knows, maybe a Christmas miracle will occur. Uh,
1: the Yes, the, the ghost of politics past, and... <laughs> the ghost of politics let's, let's actually hope the ghost of politics future is better than the ghost of politics present i'm I my fingers are crossed for, for, for that one
0: i i it seems like there should have been something with with the three ghosts and a president who is just pointing to the rubble strewn hellscape the you know that's the future yeah. mm-hmm.
1: No, it's not. Fake I, news. I, 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 Fake haven't, ghost. I
0: haven't heard that particular thing, but it seems like perhaps, uh, yeah, even a commercial by an environmental group. Why not? People understand yeah. that you don't have to show all the other ghosts. Just have the third ghost and, yeah. and a guy. This is actually more like a political cartoon than, than a future. Perhaps there is a political cartoon. Hey, political cartoonists, here's an idea you can run with. Uh, of of You're how welcome the 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 the, uni- the civilized world whatever- r- it written on the guy 's chest and then the ghost that looks like the grim reaper is pointing at uh a ruined world that 'll show that
1: 'll that'll that'll change the minds oh, and i 'm sure Christmas carol is public domain by now
0: i I should hope so <laughs> there would be yeah. a lot of a, a lot of uh, payoffs going on. Yes, somebody would get very. I mean, when's that happy birthday turned public domain? Did that did that happen yet? Oh, there was a big
1: court case recently about someone who was like, "I'm going to i to put it in a short film just to just to get sued, just to take it to court." And I think court was like, "Yeah, this never should have been in public domain.
0: <laughs> never should have been in like, public domain, or never should have or, been never at all. all. Oh, okay, yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's a very flimsy case." That no one just felt that, that they could try uh, or or attempt, but like I don't, I don't know where it ended up. But I think the the ruling is like this: is the people claiming copyright have a tenuous tenuous claim at best. Plus, you know, it was no Michael like, Jackson.
0: Yeah. I think bought the copyright, and that's was kind of slimy. And he was yeah. It was all going to his Nambla dues or whatever. And he also owned the Beatles. Right, that's what that that was. So so he's just trying to corner the market
1: on birthday. (laughs) Oh, the Benigan's the the birthday Beatles song. Yeah, okay, all right. Not just the Beatles in general. Uh, Benigan's went under, and he swooped in to to, you know fire sale on all their all their assets, and he scooped up the Benigan's birthday song. Uh, So yeah, Michael Jackson was just collecting collecting copyrighted birthday material. More power to him. Really, more power to him. Yeah, it's just that childlike. Was just a child. Let, let's just not Park even go. Just, he was just a child. He never had a childhood. He was a very naughty child. <laughs> That's a very <laughs> criminally Alleged- felonious, allegedly, allegedly criminally, felonious child. Allegedly, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he, he. We have never heard his side of the story. He never, never heard his side of the story. Uh, at least, not perhaps
0: before. if you snap your fingers, a Christmas miracle. <laughs> please don't, <laughs> please don't summon. No, summon michael jackson fine. to be on the podcast right now <laughs> yeah but that's fine that's fine
1: I can, uh, I can hold off on that.
0: i do feel like this should be our our holiday show we're recording this it's mm-hmm. our last one before the holidays it is uh yep. december 18th right now mm-hmm. and we've mm-hmm. got quite a stockpile so you're gonna you're not gonna hear this till what february i don't know It it's gonna be a while but you know well
1: into the new year
0: right right you can still feel The holiday cheer, oozing, Uh,
1: oozing. You know, people talk about, hey, it's Christmas in July. How about Christmas in February?
0: Yeah, that would be much more useful.
1: That's when you really want Christmas, when your winter has just dragged on and you're sick of it and you need something to cheer you up. I mean, July is already pleasant. You got Fourth of July. It's summertime. You're doing things. And if there's one thing I've learned living in the Midwest, summer don't need any help. People will enjoy it. It doesn't need... <laughs> There's all kinds of things going on without Christmases
0: barging into the summer. Isn't Russian Orthodox Christmas a little later? I know they do that with Easter. I think it's not quite the same Easter okay, as it yeah. is. Uh... I'm not Russian Orthodox. Uh, wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. I, d- don't worry, Russian Orthodox people. We know that your Christmas is the same as everybody else's. I don't... Don't. Yeah. Even though it was not Jesus' birthday, that's what I was told as a child, that Jesus was probably born in April or something. Yeah. But maybe it was too close to Easter, and they were like, I don't know, we we don't want to celebrate him at the same time. Yeah.
1: Well, you've always heard that thing about, well, they just re- repurposed pagan festivals. Right. It's the winter solstice. Christmas is the winter solstice. Right. And the people were already celebrating that, so let's just co-opt that. And it's always said with a like, that was the plan that was the master plan and they had a meeting to craft a master plan and i, I so rarely in humanity have people set out except for daylight savings time to craft a master plan it's, i feel like it's usually just like eh, let's I do mean, it all right yeah, that's a good idea Yeah, why not all right well, sounds good
0: to me christianity was a political organization <laughs> When when well, it's yes. getting good, I mean, I take had, it like back. I the take Council of Nicaea, or all these Multiple places councils. of like, right, which Many book councils. should be in the Bible? Which what what is what's a heresy? Oh, that's a heresy! All right, you go in the corner. We're going to burn you. I take it all back,
1: but I do, I do. I do. I have heard that those things took years. It wasn't just like, you know, over. It wasn't a long weekend. You know, we'll rent a hotel by by the beach for a long weekend, and we'll knock out this Council of Nicaea that they took. There was lots of debates and back and forth and people missing and people dying. And then you have to send a new representative and like no different than (laughs) meetings today. Wow.
0: Wow. Somebody say meeting. That sounds like a scene. That sounds like a bill scene. We certainly can. And I do have a little bit of a lesson today. I'm aching to learn. (laughs) Uh, the the desire to learn is oozing out of me well this this is more of like a uh
1: well but we'll talk about it afterwards we'll talk about afterwards. hey mark how's it going you doing okay uh yeah uh, yeah bill how you doing i'm hanging in
0: can i can i chat with you in the office for a little bit is that cool uh yeah yeah Uh, just let me finish uh, (laughs) let me let me just save my game here okay yeah all right all right let's uh, yeah let's go Sure, sure. Yes. Uh, you want a coffee or a tea or anything, you all right? Uh no, I've been uh
1: I've been drinking at my desk. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, um I wanted to chat a little bit and I think you might know what it's about.
0: I mean, I knew that there might be some kind of uh Christmas bonus, some kind of uh elevation To uh, maybe a a rise, maybe an extra coal for the fire. um, Here's the
1: the thing, uh, uh, Mark. um, You've been playing games at your desk, and this is an accounting firm and
0: not a video game firm, as if that needs to be said. I mean, what the accounting needs to go on constantly? I mean, you, you it kind of—it's—it's it's like it, a, a life. It's a, a work-life balance thing.
1: Look, I understand. I, I don't like doing this. I'm not saying you're fired. I'm just saying, and I know you've got a family, and Tiny Mark at home doing everything he can. Uh, I
0: just—can we not play video games at your desk at least? I think I—I I think uh, what I'm hearing is, can you? not play video games, not can we not play video games? Maybe the issue, you just got to send me your deets. I mean, we can connect. It's pretty easy. I've been doing the the Diablo supports network features. Okay, easily. I'm not
1: interested in those things. Right, when my business partner, Bake of Barley died, he was an old school, you may have met him. He was an old school guy. And he thought work should be for work, and I'm not that way, but I feel like you have taken advantage of my generosity and are like hooting and hollering. You've got your gaming headset on, shouting out loud to to somebody in the world, and it's a little distracted to everybody else.
0: yeah, anything that 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 Barley would say I would take with a a grain of of <laughs> I mean, boo, boo, right, right, right. Boo, boo, uh, I say. I, and so, uh yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that you've turned things around, that you sort of learned from, he was kind of a, a hard ass. Y- yeah, he was. And I tried to be nice
1: and soft and pleasant.
0: Yes, you have a very right. soft, a very soft ass by comparison. And I but that's I, why we love you. I just don't want to be taken advantage of. All right. I mean, it's it's sort of how you
1: interpret the situation, Look, isn't Mark, it? we're going to be having a training seminar later in the week, all right? And you will be visited by three corporate trainers uh, talking about the office of yesterday and, the, and then the office of the future. All right. and Ooh, the I office need you to be of the there. future. I, I need you to pay attention.
0: I mean it- – I've been playing some Diablo, but I have also actually been playing Office of the Future. Can I, can I, do you, do you know that game? Is It's a game? Office of the Future
1: is oh, a game? Oh, yes. Why aren't you playing Office of right now? You Imagine, it doesn't even have to be a game. It could be real life. How, how exciting is that, Mark?
0: Imagine playing a video game for real. In Office of the Future, AI does the drudgery and you just oversee it. And then you just, like, can do whatever you want. Look, Mark,
1: it's it's, it's a little insubordinate, all right? And every transaction you make with this game at your desk is just building a blockchain. All right? And each link of that blockchain is being forged with all of your deeds, okay? And I just don't want that blockchain, the processing time on that to be such that you can't even get anything done because you're just... You're just hashing code, you know, you're just looking for those hash keys. And I would
0: rather you change your ways. I mean, I could think about it, but yeah, I I think I would need some sort of, uh, not necessarily supernatural, but some sort of, uh, something to to grab my interest a little more than, than just you telling me this. Cause, uh, I don't think you're gonna.
1: Hey, everybody. Are you ready? We got that meeting coming up. I hope you're excited. Come on down to the conference room, and we'll get going. All, all,
0: all right, all right, we're 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 doing it. All right, let's. Uh, <laughs> hey,
2: everybody, <laughs> welcome. Hey. How's it going, everybody? Hey, hey excited I- to be here.
1: Um. Uh and I am gonna be introducing some very special guests who are gonna help you stay motivated. Yeah! Okay. All right. All right. Uh my name is Davey. I Davey. Uh, how is it? I spell that with an IE.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, cute. That's I like that.
1: And I'd like to take a little walk. A little walk to a time where oh look at this here's a desk here's a chair that looks normal where's the telephone where's the computer what's going on in this office huh well, is it repression any guesses anybody anybody uh, i uh, uh, to- talking t- t- yes talking we have to communicate with talking that's right that's right we don't have telephones or computers all right so if we're going to talk with our coworkers. We actually have to talk with them. <laughs> if you want to, so
0: at your desk you could read
1: then. But I mean, you've got important business to do. You know, you got your still have your accounts to to manage and your books to keep. Right.
0: So those are on the desk. But then the book that you want to read is in your lap, and then you just well, do you it did, that way. That's how I did it in school. Well, you don't have a lap. I mean, I'm, this is before laps. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know laptops were invented, but are you saying that under the laptop, th- there were no laps? Well, I'm just saying, imagine
1: a world oh, all right.
0: where you had to talk to people. You had no choice but to talk to people. I mean, I guess if you don't have a lap, then you can't, you have to just, just talk. You can't do anything well, what else. What do you think that did for the office morale, huh? I mean, I guess that avoids the, the, the awkwardness of, of using your lap with people in the office. Uh, yeah. You know, the, those those conversations and those not like looking each other in the eyes uh, uh-huh. because, he, you know, he never called afterwards. What's
1: what's with Mark? He's always quietly staring at his crotch at work. I mean, do you want that?
2: Is that what you want? You want to be that guy? No. All right. Okay. You see? You see what we're doing here,
1: Mark? Oh, oh, it looks like we're going to leave the office of tomorrow. Th- Wait, this, to a,
0: this was the office of tomorrow all along i thought this was is the
1: office of, yes yeah, it was off davy misspoke okay. The office of yesterday. okay
0: jesus You're and this is the office of today me a, giving me a stroke here how oh the office of this? today looks George. way
1: cooler yeah this is just this is just right now this is just right outside that conference room there's the office of today how cool is that now if you want to talk to someone in the office of today you want to do business it's real easy isn't it because we got a computer we got a telephone yeah yeah, we got interoffice mail. We got uh, pneumatic tubes. We got all kinds
0: of ways you can. can, can we have you, pneumatic use... tubes. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Where I've never used a pneumatic tube here. Well, just I'd this like is to do the that. office of today in a general in a
1: general. Sense. Oh, not our office. General. Okay, correct. I see. Correct. We do a lot of work with banks, and you know they hire us out to talk to their employees, and they've got tubes at the banks.
0: At the banks, you know? but tubes to yeah. the bank.
1: That that would be. No, imagine this.
0: i You I'm, were in the I'm office of, of, of yesterday. Now you're in the office of today. What kind of options do you have? What's different today? What kind of options do we have today? You, you could do so many other things at your desk. There's, there's, yeah. Every window has a new delight. It's like yeah, you could see yeah. anywhere in the world, and then you could just wow. laugh at all those people in the past.
1: <laughs> well, well, and yeah. what, what do these devices allow us to do? That's what I'm saying. Oh, they, oh they
0: allow us to get... Um, the amount of work that yesterday people got to do, okay, we can do that in just a small amount of our time today. So we have time for so many other things. It doesn't take all day to do this job. Correct.
1: Outside of outside of work.
0: No, no. I mean, I mean, uh, outside, inside, whatever, whatever, you were were right. Talking
1: about efficiency is going up. So you can have a higher, Uh a higher work throughput. That's definitely
0: correct. Right, you get more done. You get more done. I mean, still, even just doing almost nothing, you get more done than those people. I mean, they had to like what secret? You'd have a secretary. You'd you'd say, my dad had a little b- recorder that he would pick the phone. Uh, uh and so, Mister Smiley, I would like to order twelve pairs of those. Period. Paragraph. Sincerely. And then somebody would have to type that and spend that yeah. time. Yeah not anymore, right? No. Imagine how much more work you could get done in the office of today. But, w- but would that make us happier? I I, I don't what do you know, work-life balance that, that that's your that's your <laughs> that's your half the equation. Right, so the fact that we can do more than we did in the past means that we should, you know, do you think that the people in the past were uh we're, we're, we're unhappy that they were just like, Oh, I can't, I wish I had some technology. Ah. God, uh, so I, I don't, we're
1: only asking for eight hours. All right. So all we're asking for is eight hours. And you can do whatever you want for the 16. Everybody else in this room, Mark, is like nodding their heads and they're like, they're getting it. All right. And they're going to do great on the worksheet. That's going to be at the end of this thing. I can tell.
0: All right. So the office of today is about peer pressure. All right. I I understand. I will sit quietly. Good. All right. And we can get a lot of work done if we all buckle down and get it done.
1: How cool is that? And a lot of laughs and love. And yeah. now what if we were to imagine if we've made such a jump from 100 years ago to today, imagine what things will be like not just in 100 years, maybe maybe 5
0: or 10 years. 5 or 10 years. I mean, I I I don't hey
2: Everybody. My name's Glenn and welcome to the Office of Tomorrow
0: hi glenn you see the computer you see the telephone i I barely recognize what that thing is that you are saying is a computer yeah exactly looks quite different you know what's missing here
2: a chair why why does the office of the future not have a chair
0: because the because you gotta the tom cruise guy has to reach around and move the stuff on the screen you know but that's not a screen that's just like this open air with these holographs and stuff in the yeah
2: there is no chair because all your butts are fired. That's that's the opposite,
0: tomorrow, okay?
2: <laughs> that's okay. the opposite of tomorrow, okay? That's so, the
0: office of tomorrow, okay? So that's supposed to motivate us?
2: So, yeah, I need you to buckle down, sport, okay? <laughs> or you're going to be stuck in the office of tomorrow today, all right? Is that scary enough for you? Do I need to show you your own gravestone, your name on it? Would that help? I mean, uh, maybe a pink slip sort of cut shape the crap, one. dude. Cut the crap and let's get to work, okay, everybody. I need I need you to intrinsically take in my
0: extrinsic motivation. All right. I uh, I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing the things I'm I'm processing. It might take me a little while to process. It's all right if I go play a game for twenty minutes while I process on your then, lunch break, maybe. Okay. How much more exp- expensive is an AI chatbot compared to you, Mark, and everybody else in here? I mean, I would think that the, the amount of sweat and hours that went into creating that chatbot is way more than I would well, be doing today. That price is going
2: down every day. That price is going down. So,
0: yeah. You have been warned. Woo. Uh, oh, gosh. Sorry, I think I drifted off during the meeting here. Um, what what day is this? Mark, are you are you okay? Yeah, I, I you know you were telling me about that we were going to have this uh, meeting with the, the the three consultants, and I just I kind of drifted off, and I, I I just feel like like it already happened. Like, have you already had, like um, certainly i'm still in your office and it, it was just a few seconds ago right or is, you is just
1: that... slumped down staring at your crotch i didn't quite know what i thought you had a stroke or something you're okay
0: yeah my god i i just i thought maybe i didn't
1: i just yeah, gotta go no. to the
0: restroom and check something real quick okay <laughs> and see scene, scene yeah,
1: we did it Whoa. we got a christmas scene in there i sort of yeah I, the only, th- the only <laughs> thing we missed was, what day is it, boy? <laughs>
0: well, th- tell me what day it is. Yeah, it's Christmas Day. I sort I sort of, there's still that. time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think having the character more concerned whether he still has a laptop, and that's sort of yeah. the only thing that he got out of it, or at least the first and foremost thing. Who Who knows what the long-term effects might be?
1: Yeah. I did like the idea of co-opting... A story that is is (laughs) friendly towards labor and (laughs) co-opted by the capital class.
0: (laughs) I guess I've heard that that the story itself might actually be capitalistic. It's just like a little more uh, humane capitalism. Well,
1: yeah, that's something else. If you actually like read it carefully, it's it's like just giving Bob a fair wage. It's not like making <laughs> right. him the prince of the office. It's just like, yeah, you'll get paid vacation for you know two weeks. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> so uh, this is making me think about uh authority that in that in that scene, I think that's what's wrong with this country today. Is people don't they just don't bow down to their their betters, their bosses, their mm-hmm. their they're supposed to be underlings and overlords and yet it's almost like people are not consenting, at least on the whole, at least I don't want to, uh, to be, uh, 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 actually see themselves as lesser than their bosses. Yeah. Or school teachers or
1: police officers or <laughs> presidents. I, mean, well, I think and again, I think it, it does. I mean, I'm being kind of facetious, but then again, it also, perhaps this notion of Pushing back against authority is beyond
0: class or political, you know, affiliation. So you're saying this is not this is not a new thing. This is just always this is a perennial. Struggle. Well, I don't I don't know
1: if it is. It feels and again this maybe this is an old man, but it feels more intense today than it has ever been in my lifetime. And maybe there were t- maybe in the 60s or something it was more than today, but the distrust of authority has been slowly growing since I was old enough to understand
0: the concept of distrust of authority. I blame the fall of uh normative grammar. <laughs> that when, yep. I, when, when I was a child, that was, that was probably the subject I was best at that. I could remember, you know, exactly how to do those sentence constructions and things. Yes. And now I hear, oh, it's just as long as you get the meaning across, it's fine. And in fact, people use grammatical rules just to exclude people that are in different social classes and to reinforce oppression. But, you know, there should just be... once If you just get kids thinking that there's a right way even to talk, then they're going to think there's a right way to do everything. Yeah.
1: I think it's probably on a pendulum, and maybe we're swinging more towards anti authoritarianism. Or or well, it's it's kind of funny because I say that, but then again, I feel like there's are many people on the political right who are quite content to give all their power over
0: <laughs> to 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 an authority. I had a professor from Germany, one of my philosophy professors, who mm-hmm. just said when he came to America, you know, Americans they they think that the situation is more flat. You know, just going out to a dinner with like these junior faculty people, they would just pay subtle obeisance in so many ways that if you just freaking call him hair professor Mm -hmm. and then you don't have to worry about it and then you don't do the bowing and scrape. You don't feel like you have to substitute all this other stuff that maybe the uh, the lack of formal structures does not get rid of power imbalances. It just makes it all the more cringy and and uh <laughs> sneaky yeah. you know I, I, I don't know have have we i don't know if we've had guests on here that are such big celebrities yeah that we're just naturally cowed and even if we were not naturally cowed because you know we're we prepared ourselves as host it's, it's perhaps not a uh i don't know do you if you see 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 uh your al pacino your uh, robert de niro your, your names on the streets. They haven't returned my
1: calls. haven't returned any <laughs> of my messages to be on the show. Uh, Do you treat them differently? I, I think, you know, I think to a degree I would. I think it also might depend on the subject matter. I don't. Know, I I feel that a certain degree there is a, a healthy respect for authority or expertise or or age or whatnot. I think there probably is like yeah society moves a little more it, it it can grease the wheels a little bit uh just a, at least some of that i feel like is probably good i think without authority well who 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 do you trust how do you trust if you can't say well this is the authority
0: so if the chief of police or the attorney general mm-hmm. lives next door to you Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you know, their cars blocking your driveway, whatever, whatever the thing is. Uh-huh. Their, their dog keeps getting your lawn. Mm-hmm. I, you know, do you deal with that in the in the normal way, in the in the obnoxious, dismissive way that you might for? a... Uh, I mean, we're both nice guys, so we probably wouldn't be that obnoxious anyway. <laughs> I I say nice, I mean cowardly, but uh, at least speaking yeah. for myself, or yeah, I guess you just let it be. <laughs> I think I think I could. I think at, at where I am in my life.
1: I think I'm okay speaking with people of authority to, to like, but I mean, respectfully, I think there is also that kind of knee jerk. The authority must be disrespected. You know, a, a person of authority is purposefully wielding it to be obnoxious, to be, mm. uh, to be, um, uh, you know, to, to, to exploit, uh, you know, uh, oh, very aware of the fact that they're using it exploitively. I have met that person, but I don't. I would not say that's
0: the most common authority wielder. I mean, I definitely, if somebody is in authority, then I regard them as uh, uncritically right about everything. I mean, I might not, I might not physically bow down before them, but for, you know, that's yeah. they're called authority. I mean, that means that. They they win, yeah, yeah. If you have a if you have a doubt about something, if you have a question, so yeah. If if uh, your the attorney general lives next door to you, and as their 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 dog's been getting on your lawn, you should use that opportunity to ask them theological questions, and then accept <laughs> whatever they say without any sort of uh, critical scrutiny.
1: Well, I would like to think that that authority figure would recognize. My concern, you know, I think we probably put a lot of things on <laughs> Pardon me. We probably put a lot of pressure on celebrities to be super people and to be, mm. to be not just better singers or higher jumpers than we are, but also more kind, more understanding and more wise. And, you know, I, every now and again, a, a boxer or an MMA fighter will say something stupid and people just like, oh, my God, can you believe what that guy who gets punched in the head for a living said it's like yeah he gets punched in the head for a living i'm sure all kinds of crazy stuff come out of his mouth what do, what do you mean what were you expecting to come out of this guy's
0: mouth uh, <laughs> yeah because that's not an authority i mean unless you're the the grand champion and then the uh, governor gives you some sort of appointment yeah. and then you become part of the authority and then i will accept whatever comes out of your mouth but Maybe I'm thinking more celebrity than authority, but there's there's an there's an overlap, perhaps. Yes, that was my my examples of the of the De Niro's. Mm-hmm. I mean, the De Niro's, granted, yeah, you know. And I mentioned the sirs and madams, so that's uh, that's a that's a little little addition. Is when the queen, when the king, now knights somebody, then mm-hmm. they get to uh, rape you. What I mean, they, they get huh? to have power over you. Right. Yeah. It's a polit- it's real political power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that my under- is that my correct in that? So if Dame Judy Dench comes to your house and says, I require some lodging for the evening, get all your best silverware out, then you have to do it. Well, I would have I would gladly have
1: Dame Judy Dench over for dinner. It would be a little weird, a little shocking. And I hope she's OK with like spaghetti. But I mean, that's.
0: You know, <laughs> so so authority relies on the goodwill and the recognition of the of the governed. So you know that's why even the Robert De Niro has not received a night ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he came over to your house and was like, "Give me some of that spaghetti," then you'd be like, "Oh, please have some spaghetti." Well, uh, I think it's again it's that
1: intersection of celebrity and authority, and I think we are drawn towards celebrity as as though if we get near it it might rub off on us or you know i i humanity loves heroes we you know and so, i think there is something around the heroicness of of celebrities we see them as the modern day heroes uh and we we maybe we give them some agency over us as though they were an authority perhaps it's a similar deference uh, but you know I'm not sure if Robert de Niro suddenly launched a campaign to like i don't cut my grass low enough, so we're gonna get the h o a you know on your huh
0: you know i don't I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> yeah that that bubble my burst pretty quick. I mean, I know I've been going on the assumption that you know the the more famous guests that I have on my various podcasts then uh mm-hmm. then I will become that famous, probably that talented too. Uh, you know, that it's just a matter of being in their proximity and, uh, you know, not I have to, you have to make sure to assert your dominance with them. And then uh, once you've cowed them into, you know, say, doing a humiliating improv scene, then you can feel like you're their equal and you'll probably be recognized as such and treated as such on the street. And so when I go to uh, a random person's house for spaghetti unannounced then uh spaghetti shall shall ooze out of oh. their hospitality well that's just what we have in the
1: house that's just what we have we happen to have in the fridge is some leftover pasta sauce well i just thought,
0: i thought that was the traditional uh <laughs> you know there's a story y- yes. of uh, i i believe you know a a beggar was uh coming from house to house mm-hmm. and then you know somebody didn't give him spaghetti and then he's like. He smote him dead. And then he goes to another house and they give him spaghetti. and He's like, Hey, I'm Zeus. You just gave Zeus spaghetti. And, well, and they're was, like, I was, that's pretty thinking awesome. Of
1: a, yeah, it would be. I was thinking of a similar story of a, a man and a pregnant lady trying to find a room for the night. Mm, mm. And they come to a, come to an inn, but there's all the rooms are booked. You know, there's sometimes some convention in town or something, but there is room in the stable and spaghetti as i recall in the story the innkeeper did serve them kind of a you know spaghetti if
0: you're if you're you're a manger scene in. yes lacks the spaghetti bowl yeah at least an empty one on the ground I, yes like it's not very authentic uh, no i mean they're and practically in italy some, they're in the middle east like
1: some garlic toast crumbs in your beard <laughs> That Joseph, eating the garlic toast crumbs. Boy, I tell you what, I may have said this joke before, but like, when people talk about, you know, chicken parmesan, that's not really Italian. All I can think is like, well, the Italians dropped the ball. They had all the ingredients staring at them right in the face. (laughs) All they had to do was put it together, really. But it took Americans to be like, to see what they couldn't see. And, And, yeah, you're right. It is an Italian sorry because they screwed up Chicken Parm delicious by the way. I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say Chicken farm's pretty good.
0: All right, I have a I have a scene then. Sure. It's sure. a Christmas related scene. Okay, just to warn you in advance, it'll be very festive. Okay. So as uh, uh, uh what you what you what you got for the for the king there? where you know oh. waiting behind well, all the sheep and the cows and uh you know as soon as the cows get through i was going to bring my my stuff in what did you get yeah, well i am a a, a tin smith so
1: i created a a beautiful uh candelabra for the king
0: oh that's very nice yeah, yeah how many how many candles can you fit on that i hope it's it's got eight you know because yeah, oh, yeah. cuz they're jewish you know that right yeah Okay. And then the ninth candle, which you use to light the other candles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be fancy about it. It's, it's, it's all right. Yeah.
1: Well, well I just figured, you know,
0: I, it's for the King,
1: you know, and again, I'm not, mm. I'm not saying I'm Cartier over here, but,
0: uh, uh, I'm a regional tinsmith. So I was able to put this together pretty easy. That's pretty good. How'd you get, uh, regional recognition there? I, I think the, just being the only one in the region, I really, oh, so it's, there's <laughs> I really,
1: no. I think it's just just a uh, uh, win by default. I'm gonna say there's no guild. You're not. You weren't appointed. Well, there is, but the the local chapter is a long way. The
0: localist ch- closest mm. chapter is kind of a a long way away, and we're we're here in the countryside. So, well, I mean, yeah. now you're gonna get to give. You're gonna have one of your pieces in the king's. House or manger, I hope so i hope I hope the king likes it. I hope the queen is cool with it and all the princes and princesses and and uh I mean it's just you know it's it's a it's a baby king it's not a there's no there's no mm-hmm. queen right now. the king's a baby the king's a baby. did you not follow the star did you not i mean this is we're we're behind cows here this is not you mm-hmm. know this a receiving is not line. A, Herod's palace. Is over there. I hear there's some hubbub about murdering the babies or whatever. But uh, you know, so this is I a, this is a yeah. the grapevine. I did not
1: divine any tea leaves. Just kind of overheard a conversation about there's a new king and we need to uh, bring gifts. Wow. Yeah. I didn't.
0: Am
1: I but crashing don't, don't, I mean, is babies, what, am I crashing? Is that what you're saying? I'm babies, crashing. The, oh no, no,
0: no. Everybody's welcome. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's a public star. It's you know it's just it's how you interpret it. It's yeah. how if you know anybody gets a word, I mean, glory to the newborn king. It's not it's not exclusive invite. There's there's freaking Ooh, okay. cows <laughs> in the line. Okay, um, it's it's a well, very slow moving line. I don't I'm not sure what and and yeah. and I know I mean it, you might think that a, a candelabra is not age appropriate, but I'm sure he's gonna love it. Well, it's folks, if it's a baby, I mean, what what is he? What do you give a baby? You know <laughs> that the folks. aren't Well, be... I mean, funny you should ask. What I, you I call this chicken parmesan. Have you ever heard of this? It's like spaghetti, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but there's chicken in it. Oh, that it, looks delicious! That smells delicious! It, wow! It, I mean, it is. I've been nibbling as as a, but I gotta save enough. To get all the way in there, these goddamn cows keep trying to put their noses wow. in it. That looks really
1: good. Now, it looks like that looks like it looks more like mozzarella cheese on top than parmesan. Parmesan doesn't really melt. Is there? I mean, it's a blend. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, man. I don't mean to bust your chops. That looks and smells great. Uh, babies don't usually eat solid food, but I f- you know what?
0: I mean, Um, she's she's still,
1: dad can eat it. And yeah,
0: she's still breastfeeding, I bet. So, I mean, it's a, it's a newborn. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Mom can eat. I mean, I don't know how you think dad eating it would get, would get to the king, but. I don't. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's my understanding of the human body is that the mother just chews up the food and it is deposited in, in the teat for the baby to then eat in a liquefied form. That's my understanding of how the human body works
0: that yeah that that checks out i mean i I know some there's like the uh the baby the the mama birds and they spit it Mm -hmm. i I don't know how i've never actually met a baby king before so -hmm. like maybe Mm -hmm. they do it differently maybe they get uh i think the the king by rights gets any teat he wants i mean is that right so if he just sees like a you know a, a particularly attractive uh lady he can just be like hey I want that teat. And then he gets to have a little. (laughs) Well, that's a, ain't that the life. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to
1: sneeze at that. That's, uh, I'll just make sure my wife's not around when he's. Yeah, exactly. That's
0: why I I did not bring the little lady here tonight. Not this chicken parm thing. Did you, did you invent that? Is that yours? I mostly invented this. I mean, I, I, I had the ingredients. I, 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 I'm from the, the town of Parmigiano. I mean okay. that's why it's it's it's
1: uh you know Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's how it's got its name. It's not because it's got Parmesan cheese, but it's from right. Parma. Yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. I'm a, hey, I'm I, you a know, par-
2: Can I show you something?
1: Yeah. So I'm 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 leaving to come do this thing, and I kind of misdid the math last night. So when I woke up this morning, I realized I was probably a little late getting out the door. And and I had a I was gonna have a croissant for lunch and then have like a ham sandwich for or a croissant for breakfast and then like a ham sandwich for lunch and i was running behind so i went ahead and just made the sandwich with the croissant rather than bread and put some little ham in there a little cheese cooked an egg folded it put it in there
0: yeah i'm gonna it's write like a croissant I'm gonna, I'm gonna write that down sandwich. i'm gonna write
1: that down i'm uh that's, yeah
0: that sounds uh so i thought the king might like a croissant sandwich I mean, or I'll, I'll eat it, that's I fine. Mean, I mean, I think maybe they kind of did something like that in uh, in um, Parmigiano, uh, where I'm from. So, uh, you know, you might not want to... I mean, let, okay. you, you don't have one on... You have one on you, you're saying? You're, that you're, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I haven't had it. Maybe, like, maybe I, really I, I have not eaten. Yet. Do you want me to hold it? Because I'm already keeping my thing away from the animals, and I'm afraid... So this has just been on your pocket? Uh, yeah. I had it wrapped in... And uh, wax paper. Oh, that's uh, that's insightful. Uh, I wish I'd, uh, I I wish I'd wrap my chicken parmesan in something. I have just been holding it in the open air, and uh, you know yeah. the things are drifting on it. You need and, a you uh, need a cloche. Yeah, yeah. A that little, that little lid goes over the food. I, I didn't think about that. You know, you'd think that as a chef. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but really, I mean, the guy. I mean, at least when I got it from the guy I knocked down. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I didn't see anything like that when I, when I, when I made this, I'm saying when I, when I crafted this with my, my, my fists, is that how you make Mm -hmm, food? mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, There was nothing like that around. So we're in line behind animals. Yeah. I mean, I, they seem like they're unattended. (laughs) I don't really know how animals know how to be in a line like it seems that Should, uh shouldn't there be some shepherds watching their flock? I I mean I I Can I was I some up there. I mean this is a goddamn long line, but I did see some shepherds. I mean okay. they 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 I think they only brought tidings of great joy or something like cuz you know they it was passed on to them. Lazy. But, you know, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like a homemade birthday card. Right. Come on now.
0: Yeah. Hey,
1: hey, for, coupon for a massage. I brought you tidings of great joy. <laughs> hey,
0: come on! Do you think that a baby would appreciate if if I just gave him this coupon for a hug? Because I'm getting a little hungry. I might just want to eat <laughs> eat eat the parmesan. You could even have some. I'm not gonna let a stranger hug my baby, <laughs> but uh, well, it's just a coupon for a free I mean, it could be supervised. It could be any you know under any circumstances. Yeah, for one free supervised <laughs> hug. I mean that's what the court allows me at this point. I don't. I don't. You know.
1: Um, I may uh, just cruise. I may just. I may just tie this to the back of that cow. Yeah. Why my, you just
0: let me? Let me hold your uh, your candelabra your there, and I'm just gonna candelabra and your croissant sandwich, and uh, uh, you know I'll I'll hmm. pass them on. Hmm. I'll give you full credit. What'd you what you call it? Y- y- I mean, I I my sa- my sandwich. You called it a. A Chris, Chris Sandwich? That's what, what you would call it. Wow. A king. I've, a TM TM, uh, TM, 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 TM. I've, uh, yeah, that's a name that I just came up wow. with. The old, the Olber King Chris Sandwich. Yeah, something my like name that. is Olber. My last name is oh, oh, Olber. Olber. Oh, and it's that's, it's for the king, I mean, so this is my not, Olber King Chris Sandwich. That's not a very, okay. Maybe lose the Olber part. I mean, that's. You got uh, it. <laughs> well, see ya. <laughs> and the line never moves. Nope. <laughs> no gifts are exchanged. Uh, eventually, there was maybe going to be something about authority and the baby always being right or whatever. But you know, sure, I, I sure. just feel like in the holiday season, you shouldn't you shouldn't force your philosophy down people's throats. Yeah let's let's be uh, in the moment. Just give them a a, a nice stolen chicken parm. <laughs> and uh, leave it at that. Let them, let them have their own, make up their own okay. philosophy. Take a swing of that
1: golf ball wherever it goes. Great, you got to play where it lands. You got to play that. You, you don't get the, the 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 what's the name of it where your golf ball lay. You don't get the lay you want. Bo- you the lay bogey. you get. Yeah, hmm. there's some word for it about where. The, <laughs> if it lands in a good place, they'll say, "Oh, nice
0: ball placement." Probably not it. <laughs> All right, nice this. ball <laughs> placement. That is the title of the holiday episode. Yes, thank you, Bill. <laughs> no worries. We get you know, fifty-eight minutes
1: later, we we got it. We got to figure it out.
0: Um. So, I mean, is there a a point in declaring a winner this time? It seems like the winner is the is the public. Everybody wins. Yeah, you, everybody. You guys wins. win this one. This is Peace our gift to wins. you. Pe- yeah. We've we've declared a Christmas truce. It's as if mm-hmm. the uh, the silent night is playing in the foxholes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and uh, the missiles temporarily stop. Now I'm thinking about Gaza. This is no good. This is no good. We got to everybody have a, have a wonderful holiday. It's already over. <laughs> they already had their holiday season. Yes,
1: have I had. I hope you had a wonderful holiday.
0: <laughs> All right. Well,
1: Merry Christmas, Bill. Merry Christmas, Mark. I sure spent an hour with you today. (laughs) We definitely spent an hour.
0: (laughs) And scene. Thanks for listening. You can find more info at philosophyimprov.com. As I told you at the beginning, this episode in just a second here includes the post-game chatting that is usually restricted only to people who support the show either through a paid Apple Podcast subscription or at patreon.com slash philosophy improv, and the good news is you get to hear it. The bad news is it's less than three minutes long. They're usually way longer than that. But, you know, if you like the show, you want to hear me and Bill, and off of the guest sticks around, not this time, shoot the shit as they say a bit more. Maybe get a little behind-the-scenes stuff about the show more often. We're sharing our recommendations in the entertainment world, the comedy world, the philosophy world, the improv world, or just exploring some of the issues further that might have come up in the show. In this show, really no issues came up, so it was not applicable. Or if the guest is still with us, you get to know the guest better. Find out more about what they're doing in their professional lives. And listen, I know times are hard. You got a lot of recurring monthly things that you're paying for. Paying money to a podcast, let alone perhaps to two podcasts or more, if you're already supporting me through the Partially Examined Life or in some other way, may seem just too much. But it is how we know that people actually want us to continue making the show. It's a little dispiriting if we do not receive that kind of feedback. We're simple people. We need constant reassurance, reinforcement that we're not pumping content out in the world that nobody actually wants to experience. So again, Patreon.com slash Philosophy Improv. Sorry for the hard sales pitch. Here's that little amount of additional post-game chatting right now. Hey, this is the after talk. I've, or, or did we just have the after talk? Was that the, was that the whole thing? Kind of the whole thing.
1: There's not much <laughs> left to say. Although, again, Chris sandwiches are another thing that the France just really dropped the ball mm. on.
0: Mm-hmm. It took Burger King to figure that one out A silent night indeed when the mm-hmm, when the mm-hmm. when the French failed to do that uh yeah,
1: <laughs> and <laughs> yes well our our message of peace around the Christmas season when the one major conflict in the world one of the two major conflicts in the world is between people who aren't between two non Christian persons, so
0: you know I keep forgetting to end the video so that. The video people are getting all this glorious extra content, yeah, as well. Our, yes. Just for 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 sitting through for this. Free. It, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should tell them I, I, we have a sponsor, GiveWell.org. That has researched your best charities, and you should uh, definitely give to them, or just actually become a supporter of us and and withhold your money from the starving masses. Those are you really your only two choices, or split the difference. Okay, sure. You know how many <laughs> lives could you save with your dollar a month? Almost none. So just give it to us. It's really not that hard, and that that'll get you all the bonus content on mm-hmm, Patreon.com/slash mm-hmm. <laughs> Philosophy Improv. It had a it had a URL, but but I'm sorry to, to for all the supporters that are having to hear me pitch support because you didn't you didn't buy this you this is not what you bought you didn't buy this thing that's being given to youtube people for free you bought some exclusive content some juicy exclusive stuff yeah pvi after dark pvi oozing with Ugh, secrets okay. and, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> and
1: thanks thanks fans wisdom. thanks listeners <laughs> all right that's
0: enough <laughs> bye everybody Bye bye everybody.
1: Baby, I